Lady, the problem isn't in my pants. Bexman. So that Corona, right? It's delicious. <laughs> I don't know. It's all right. You know, it is weird, though, that, like, do you now, when you have, like, what I've noticed, like, I had, like, a little bit of a headache yesterday, and I was like, that's one of the symptoms. And so, like, you you start getting in your head about it, but then you remember, uh, you remember oh, wait, you could just have a headache. Yeah, I have to tell myself it's all possible. the time that, like, I just normally kind of feel like shit. <laughs> so, there's nothing special about this. Yeah. How you been feeling, Justin? Uh, fantastic. So, there's that. I haven't felt <laughs> anything different, so I'm not really worried about it. You don't sound like a man who's been stuck in his house with his family. Uh, well, I, I still work, so. Oh, yeah, you do. Yeah, but it's like when I get home to record, you know, like everybody's still here, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Still here. Yeah, yeah you think they would leave. We're still here during these trying times, and welcome to this issue of Mexmen. I'm Tony. I'm Justin. And I'm Devin. And today we'll be going over part four of All New X-Men. Is it a part four? Yeah. Yeah. Like he's got all the arcs in terms of parts? No, this is our part four. Oh. This is actually Oh, we're putting him up as parts? Do you not listen to the show? No, I don't look at the show. (laughs) expect these people to listen if you don't listen. I, I don't pay attention to, like, I look at whatever the joke of the title is, and then I pay no more attention to the title of the shows. Yep, that's part four of All New X-Men by Brian Michael Bendis. Yes. I know that it is issues 18 through 21. It is actually the fourth trade, so it's technically part four on their end as well. Yeah, yeah. so suck it. Because Battle of the Atom was its own trade. <laughs> I wasn't arguing the point. <laughs> There's not really ground to stand on I... arguing against it. I list the episodes. So. <laughs> uh i actually i really liked this arc though like it's it was refreshing to go back to something that's like simple x-men yes i agree not overly complicated or anything it's just a kind of a fun quick arc yeah it's like you got you got some mutant haters in there you got some (laughs) love triangle stuff in there i did did just realize i called the fun arc the one that has all the religious zealots that (laughs) (laughs) so fun yeah actually not even Less of a love triangle, more of a love... Uh, quadrahedron. Yeah, <laughs> quadrahedron. Exactly that. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it was good to see some more lighthearted stuff coming here. With Kitty coming back and everything. Oh, yeah, and the Iceman Kitty stuff. That was funny. There is, it's nice just to see, like, the... Uh, and, you, and you don't see it much, but the relationship of, like, older Scott and Kitty is almost, like, brother and sisterly. Yeah. Where... They just kind of like, hey, what's up? How you doing? Yeah, yeah cause well, because doesn't have that hate, like yeah. other some others do for him. But yeah, but like like you said, like older brother, like like the oldest in the family, and then maybe like the youngest of the family that don't really have an animosity with each other or anything. Uh, because if you remember back, he called the mansion, and she's like, "I fucking hate you," and he's like, "Okay," so he's like, "Oh no, not you," and he's like. Yeah, I'm just like I don't really Christmas? know you. Yeah, the Christmas one. He's like way calling it back. <laughs> yeah. But like that's basically the start of their relationship. Yeah. Where he's like, yeah, I remember you. You're the one from the other team. Like I was kind of hanging with Dazzler. Like we were doing a whole disco thing. <laughs> you remind me of when my wife died. <laughs> <laughs> so you blew up the 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 Blackbird, huh? That's that's crazy. I'm glad. I'm not there anymore. 
and she's like, can you tell the future? Because that's what I do in the, later. Yeah. <laughs> well, his power is foresight. And what happens in this issue? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, all new X-Men issue 18. It starts with uh, magic. Uh, she magic bust the young X-Men and Kitty um, from the Jean Grey school to the Xavier school, which is, I was just thinking it was funny because like there's no Jean Grey at the Jean Grey school and there's no Xavier at the Xavier school. <laughs> I don't think there ever was a Jean Grey or an ex- except. For well, there the, was a Jean Grey when this one was Jean there. Grey. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Once she took her away, but there I mean, is no Jean Grey. When they named the school, they weren't there. I know. That's why they named it that. Because they're <laughs> I not know, there. But come on, like the point of them naming that is that they couldn't be there. It's still. I mean, Xavier School was Xavier School because he was there for so long. Because he was full of himself. I know. Well, he was trying to get himself full in other people. I don't know. <laughs> I grossed myself out with that thought. Yeah, so anyway, in the epilogue, well, like the last epilogue of, because there were so many, of uh, Battle of the Atom, Kitty's like, we're out of here. We're tired of the hypocrisy of this place and you guys constantly questioning my judgment calls and authority. Um, So now they're at the old Weapon X facility. And that's what uh, Magic is like, yeah. So the new Xavier School is the Weapon X facility. And Shadowcat's like, fucking nice one. (laughs) <laughs> nice <laughs> yeah it gives yeah, him like a fist no, bump that's on the why shoulder. you're scott summers scott summers you're fucking smart yeah they're knuckled and she's like <laughs> punching him in the shoulder like good job and then of course the x-men the the young ones are all pretty tired and are you know kind of jarring for them to be in like what used to be a mutant torture chamber refurbished into a mutant school for learning and training Bobby even says when they show him his room, he's like, oh, so it's a prison cell? <laughs> yeah. And like it's Ava, a Ava's like, yeah, but if you hang up like a poster and some flowers, and he's like, it'll become a nice prison cell? He's like, yeah, it's exactly the case. And that like was pretty funny. how straightforward she was about that. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's like, it's still kind of shitty once you, uh, once you get it kind of nice. Which I like that because, I mean, Bendis is writing all these, right? And so he's already, like, the new students – are the ones who have all the nice rooms like they have flat screen tvs and stuff and they like the the past x-men show up and they're like okay yeah we're giving you the cells to be fair they've never seen a flat screen tv yeah they did they show they they show them see a flat screen tv yeah exactly that they've seen like holograph tvs i've seen that no no remember um when wolverine kicks them out of the room like when they first get brought to the present Oh, and they, they are in the, the living room, yeah, and then they... real, there is a real specific scene where they show them look at a flat screen. It is well, exactly yeah. what you said that they didn't do, though. Yeah. When Beast and Iceman were watching TV, and then Jubilee shows up with the baby, they were That's watching another flat time. TV. Yeah, you both have a scene <laughs> to prove me wrong. Fine, they they don't care about flat screen TVs. They're <laughs> but I mean, I like the idea that Ava's just like, I don't know you freaks. Um, we're showing you to the shitty rooms, like, and not the actual dorms that are nice. I just assumed they took the nice rooms first. Well, yeah, they took them, but there's, like, a whole, like, section of them. They yeah. put them in the back, basically. Yeah, because the older X-Men were basically just like, all right, our students show these guys where they'll be staying. And they're just like, all right, you're here. And I like that Bobby, like, he lays down, and he's like, 
just talking about all the stresses he's going through and how he doesn't know if he grows up to be an ice wizard or an ice hulk or if because he knows those things it's not going to be either and it's like hurting his brain and then he realizes ava just like bailed on him like she just walked away slim talked to himself that does make me question though because i thought that and correct me if i was wrong on this but i thought that ice hulk was create like a creation of Iceman that became sentient it is bobby's just stupid all right, yeah. because he made it seem like, because uh, uh, there could be in that timeline two Icemen. Uh, yeah. uh, the old version that is the wizard, and then the younger version that gets old and maybe becomes an Ice Hulk. Gandalf the Cold. You know, I think he just doesn't believe the Ice Wizard, or doesn't know Said if he should the believe the Ice Wizard. I'm making that a shirt, by the way. Gandalf the Cold? Gandalf the Cold. <laughs> That's awesome. Available at our <laughs> T-Public. <laughs> what well, will be. Yeah. I, and I just like, too, that... They so don't care about the original X-Men that, yeah, Ava just leaves. Just lets him just talk to himself. While he thinks he's having, like, a heartfelt heartfelt conversation with somebody. Because I I can't remember exactly what she says, but she does say something that kind of alludes to, like, you'll be okay. Or, like, you know, at, like, that pries into how you're feeling. And then he goes down that whole thing and she just, like, ditches him. Yeah. (laughs) He... It, it was a cold move, is what I'm saying. That's ironic. Oh, I hate you. <laughs> she actually she doesn't say anything to him. She the last thing she says to him is, uh, or Bobby says, it'll look like I'm a prisoner with connections in regards to him putting like stuff up in his room. She's oh, like, and exactly. then so he just starts talking. And then he just starts. To, I mean, it is Bobby, so he thinks yeah. he's having a conversation by him being the only one talking, and just <laughs> talks and talks and talks. You know what? We don't have the video on like going both ways here. I forgot, you're the guy who literally just has it up the whole time. Uh, no. <laughs> like, all the pages. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> also, you should put the video up so we know when you're talking. <laughs> uh, can't you or hear keep it? it? Or we, keep it this way and it's a surprise. We can, but it's so easy to talk over you this way. It's, it hurts. <laughs> it. Yeah, but you're not really going to see my mouth move before the audio comes, right? I could. I mean, I could see Tony's mouth moving, and then I could also see when I cut him off, where, like he wanted to stab me in the face. <laughs> Devin never cares when he cuts you off. It hurts <laughs> the RAM, so that's why I turn it off. Oh, okay. Yeah, see, I, I see. yeah, but see, I get to see that poster now. Show us what there that you mouth go. do. Hey. <laughs> Which is funny that you say that, because that's the one part of his face we don't see. Exactly, because I'm, like, I'm looking over here anyway. I didn't do your whole camera setup. That's not my fault. <laughs> Uh, what we're ta- what we're saying because it's probably really confusing listening. Uh, we're seeing a profile view of uh, Justin's face, and his mouth is the only part that's not being picked up by the camera. <laughs> yes. It looks like he's making out with somebody off screen. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, anyway, so oh. the cuckoos. <laughs> I'm making a mess over here. The cuckoos start giving Gene uh, shit. Just because, you know, they're well, Emma the clones and they hate her. Yeah, one of them. Because the other two are good. like, well, you know, she's okay, right? Like, she's fine. Yeah. And then, like, she's not so bad. And then she's like, no, fuck her. <laughs> yeah. And I've given up on trying to distinguish their names. So, I the don't names? know who was saying who. Yep. I bet Justin knows which one's which. Yep. All I know is that Mindy is also Irma. <laughs> And Esme and, that's the one and who, Phoebe are also the other names, right? Or is one of them dead? dead? One of them's dead. <laughs> Two of them's dead, technically. Know, yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway. One's got black hair. The, the one who dyed her hair is on Jean's side. The other one 
who wants to dye her hair is also sort of on Jean's side. Yeah. She's a little more neutral in the conversation, but like, yeah, there's Switzerland. Yeah. And then there's the one blonde who's like straight up Emma frosting Jean right now. And is like, I don't like you or the cut of your jib and you need to get (laughs) out of here. I don't like any jibs. cut. (laughs) Meanwhile, the other blonde one who's sort of neutral is like, you know, my jib would look great in red. <laughs> but jib being hair. They're like, they're fighting with each other the whole time while the other cuckoos are like reacting and hyping each other up in the background. Like, <laughs> oh shit. And they're like, it, uh, one of the cuckoos tries to go into Jean's head and she says, stay out of my head, Stepford. I may not be the Jean that you remember, but I know who I am and what I can do. And between the two of us, I think I'm the only one that can say that. And, like, in the background, they're like, ooh. And she also calls her Emma Frost's failed test tube baby. Which is fair. Yeah. But, like, but the other was it cuckoo- a fail, though? No, he said fair. No, she said, uh, whatever, Emma Frost test tube baby fail. Oh, test tube. Oh, I think but I it's said like, failed test that, tube baby. That looks like a success. They I mean- cloned her five <laughs> times. Yeah, yeah, but, but they had not- to do it five times. Yeah, they're not at the level of Emma Frost. They had to and do it five times, and they're barely true. as strong as Emma Frost on her best day. And as the other cuckoos point out, she's not talking about all the cuckoos, just her. Yeah, that was really funny. <laughs> I like that part. Like, what? It was a solid burn. Also, it this was to the, all of us. This is the uh, the age of fail being used all the time. It was about that time. It I think it was already a little dated at this point. Well, yeah, if it's made its way into comics and got printed. Like, yeah. it was probably yeah. more topical when he wrote it. And Once by white the time people it write produced. it down, it's done. <laughs> hey, yeah, like, that. She's like, what? Kids. It was a solid burn. And then the other cuckoo's like, but she was talking to you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, so a lot of the, the beginning of this arc is just them adjusting to life at, at the new Xavier school. And so Beast is, like, getting to know what, like, their kind of war room computer area is like and what's his face benjamin's just there eating chips just like am i in your way bro and he's like and you could tell beast is like kind of annoyed and he's just like no you're not and then magneto shows up and he's like yeah you like what i've done with the place and then beast is just basically he says it's cute it's cute (laughs) (laughs) cute it's nice and it's cute (laughs) like he just sort of disses everything magneto did and he's also, at this point, he's kind of the first one to point out to Magneto and have, like, a, a real conversation with him and say, like, look, yeah, we get that you're cool now, but, like, to us, we were just fighting you and you were trying to kill everybody. So it's going to be a little hard to trust you. Yeah. And I like that know. his only response to that was yes. Yeah. <laughs> it, like, yep, that happened. And, mm-hmm. I mean, also, do you even code, bro? <laughs> it's basically does, the gist of it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because Beast is on another level, but it, like, Magneto's intelligence goes unstated a lot of times. Yeah. The fact so, that he designed that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same with Black Panther, how they they just kind of always say how he's a genius, but they are never really, like, do genius stuff. Right. right. But I guess he's just rich enough to be like, well, you do genius stuff. Well, right now, they're... Genius stuff. Yeah. Right now, though, isn't he, like, the reason they're living in a... Uh, Celestial Corpse? I don't know. Uh, well, yeah, for Avengers. I thought you were going to say something about ta- uh, Ta-Nehisi Coates run, which is oh, real wordy and a lot about politics, so I stopped reading it. Oh, okay. But, yeah, in Avengers, yeah, he built... You stopped reading a comic. I stopped reading comics all the time, so oh, okay. I can move on to other comics that I enjoy. <laughs> I was about to say, I thought that was normal. <laughs> oh, I mean, this guy over here, though, he gets, like, all the comics. Yep. 
<laughs> it's, it's weird, though, how, like, more committed I am to, like, reading Ant-Man and stuff. <laughs> um, so, Luke Cage, Luke Cage, I love him. Anyway, Magneto walks out of the lab, or whatever that room is, and, like, to sort what of butt her. You said it earlier. Is it the war room? You st- that's what you said earlier. I know, but, like, it's vaguely just, like, a room of tech stuff that Benjamin likes to eat I thought it was the communications room. I think it's just the entertainment room, because they're watching Dazzler. As I think Benjamin's does. just you- watching Dazzler. Yeah. Like, I, I, unless, like, that's the best they could do for a living room in we- the Weapon X facility. Probably, I mean. He's probably just trying be... to get away. Yeah, not Nobody else wanted to watch Dazzler. I also like the idea that Benjamin goes into the war room just to watch Dazzler. He's like, fucking triage is always taking the actual TV in the living room. So, you know, this well, one has a bigger monitor. It's not like 2002 anymore. Who just watches a concert on TV? Well, I mean, if it's coronavirus. It was uh, music videos. Yeah, exactly. Who, who the fuck watches music videos? Isn't it 2002? Of the person hunting you. Yeah. Maybe it's research. I don't you think could so. could be. <laughs> no, I don't think That's so. That's what we call it, right? <laughs> Zipping up his pants. Oh, it's research. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the, that's when Jean Grey comes in. Yeah, she walks in, and then there's an argument between her and Beast. That's all, like he, She's like, you're mad at me. And he's like, I'm not mad at you. He's like, you're mad at me. He's like, what was the kiss about if you're just going to be all like running with Cyclops? And she's like, well, I asked you first. And he's like, oh, I, I said no. It's like, yeah. So I went with the, And I was right. I went with the guy who said yeah, and I, we were right. And he's like, you were right to go with Scott, and she's like, "No, I was right to leave, and you were wrong, and I asked you first. And he's like, "So you're right to be with." This. So it's like a whole like, you do like Scott, you don't like me, and that was just like, what was that about? Well, yeah, bro, feelings. you're obviously Plan B. Yeah, like nobody want, picks you first. Literally, Beast, Plan B. <laughs> <laughs> that whole thing was kind of weird because she's like, "Why are you mad?" And he tries to tell her why he's mad, and she's like, "Why are you making it about that?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she, Why do you keep was, talking about Scott? I was this, trying to leave. This he's young like, Gene is always all over the place. So like, yeah, he's like, because uh, that's why I was mad, and you <laughs> asked me. She does do that move a lot, though, in this whole run, where she's like, like, what are you so pissed about? And they tell her, and she's like, why are you bringing that up? Nobody <laughs> 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 wants to talk about that. But it is weird, too, that, like, because in that moment, Beast was just sort of mentally jerking himself off, where he's like, there are three of me in this room. Yeah. There's no way I can leave. <laughs> Which he could have easily, uh, like, physically jerked himself off. He didn't yeah. mentally <laughs> jerk himself off that whole time. And that would have been a different sort of love triangle. Yep. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so, um, they, that argument is broken up by Scott actually walking down and kind of overhearing it. And he's like, hey, so Professor Kitty wants us outside. And then... He goes out there, and it's just her and Ilyana. And uh, Kitty and Ilyana, they're they're talking um, about, like, the transition and stuff. And because uh, Shadowcat just broke up with uh, older Iceman. And yes. so she's like, how, how are you feeling about that? And she's like, ah, oh, it's no big deal. It's just another loser in my failed relationships. And... <laughs> realizes that she's talking to the sister of one of her exes and she's like not but not him he was like great and also she's like she's talking a lot about how dumb her exes are for somebody who's about to date star lord yeah yeah because i thought she was talking about him at first but then i realized she was talking about bobby yeah yeah and also like it's another two years i think before she starts uh dating star lord oh geez i didn't know it was that far away 
It might be one year. It's well, less time in comic world. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. But it's uh, in actual world. It's like it's wild. Uh, yeah, it's probably about a year from now. Maybe a little bit less actually. That well, she starts dating the... him during Star Lord. I think it's during the Black Mirror shit, right? Black Vortex. I Black think that Vortex. was the end of yeah. it. Yeah, Black Mirror is freaking TV. That's show. a TV show where a guy fucks a pig. That is a TV show where a guy fucks a pig. Yeah, but he does it for his country. Check it out. <laughs> Tony just saluted. <laughs> so I got to point out though, I like the characterization of Young Scott because nobody else showed up to that meeting, but it was just him. Yeah. <laughs> um. But right before that too. Uh, Kazuyana's like, I miss my brother, and she asked if she, uh, Kitty's seen him, and she's like, no, I haven't seen him. During this time, he's with X-Force, right? With Cable? Yeah, Cable and X-Force. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's with Domino, specifically. Yeah. It's actually pronounced Domino. <laughs> <laughs> Domino Levato. <laughs> uh, I, that also sounds like it's like a Harry Potter. It's Levito. <laughs> Demito Levito. <laughs> it sounds like it's a like a Harry Potter fucking spell. It does. <laughs> they had some weird ass spells. At one point, uh, McGonagall literally says "Lemon Sherbert." McGonagall. McGonagall. She's a professor. That's wh- McGonagall. Glad I don't Never heard Harry her. Potter. She's like Lemon Sherbert, and a fucking secret door opens. <laughs> That sounds like a password, though. Like, you just put your password in your computer and it was Lemon Sherbert. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, she had to put a couple numbers and an exclamation like, mark after. But it's it's, <laughs> yeah. the, it's the grandness of the moment, right? Like, they make the effects make it seem so big. But, like, the incantation was that. Yeah, like, you Well, you didn't imagine. know it was a capital L and it was a zero for the O. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta imagine when they were there filming it that... It, they just had to watch her point at a door and say lemon sherbet. <laughs> All right. To be fair, she says sherbet lemon. They do, uh, but like, come on. We I'm know what you're saying. About Harry Potter. We know ever. what you're saying. All right, um, whatever. So hey, that's just always bugged me. Anyway, Ileana's feeling all sensitive, and she, I want to talk about a different kind of magic. She, <laughs> 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 she, uh, that was great. <laughs> So she's feeling sensitive about because she's like the last thing I said to my brother was pretty terrible, which it was, and uh, she goes in for a hug and reflex like uh, takes over Kitty and she just phases through her. So yeah, because this is the first canonical hug that magic is. This ever is told. yeah this is the issue of failed hugs. It, yeah, it is because this doesn't work uh, well. And then they're like, "All right, well, I didn't know you were gonna hug me. You're not like the hugging type." And then she totally like hit her face too with that fall. I mean, it shows her just tumbling. I got to point out though, the later hug that you're talking about, that's pretty uh, for a Wolverine hug. That's a pretty successful hug. Right. Fair enough. But anyway, so like you said, Scott's the only one who's there, uh, who showed up and she's like, where's everyone else? And they're like, well, Iceman and Angel, they're sleeping because they're tired. And I don't know, fucking beast and, gene aren't here yet and she's like all right well you guys have been through a lot get rest and then 41 hours later they're all outside there's no point in them doing that because it's just they don't change scenes then it's just 41 hours later yeah at the same scene exactly so storyline wise it doesn't really matter that they did that other than to say they needed a break yeah the whole point of it was for those reasons to say they needed a break also to give you that point with kitty and oliana and also point out that Cyclops is a suck-up. 
<laughs> well, I don't know about suck up. No, no, suck up. But he's about just his dedicated. business. Yeah, yeah, he's a he's a businessman. He's gonna go all in. So he's tired, but he's still there. Exactly. But also, I mean, when he fights, he just looks at stuff. So it's kind of <laughs> <laughs> he just looks and flexes. Can't he's be that like, tired. he's using his optic blast, but he's flexing his biceps. <laughs> that is basically what all the panels are. <laughs> anyway, Bobby immediately thinks that Kitty's picking on him because of the breakup, and so he's constantly like apologizing for what his future self does, and she's constantly having to bring up how it's not about that, and like he's just an idiot because he's an idiot. He's not an idiot because. You know, she's mad at his older self. He's just, he never shuts up. Yeah. She's like, I'm not even picking on you. I'm just telling you to shut up. (laughs) It's like, I mean, if it's because of what I do in the future, I'm sorry. I can't. (laughs) But he's like, I'm sorry my older self broke up with you. Like, but that's no reason to get mad at me. She's like, hey, I broke up with him. He did not break up with me. (laughs) He's like, I don't believe that. (laughs) Like, the more he's talking, he's like, oh, you know what? Now that I'm talking more, I see why you broke up with me. Anyway, it gets to the point where she's just a little frustrated. And she's like, whatever, magic, just do the thing. And so she instantly changes all their uniforms into something that, frankly, I think is terrible. Really? Yeah, I don't like these suits. I never... Jeans is good. I don't... Uh, Bobby's is okay. Everybody else is kind of... Eh. Well, I don't like the the pattern of it all. Like, it's... The white, main white with outlines of different colors. They're like Actually... Power Rangers. I liked the the outlines. I liked the suits. I just think Scott's needed to be different than Bobby's because theirs are super almost similar. identical. Yeah, it's like one's light blue and one's dark blue. But we can't skip over. Kitty tells Bobby, she's like, no, you just you need to shut up because you never listen, and that's why you seem stupid. Like, everybody thinks Hank's smart because he never talks. He's always listening. And he's like, I'm sorry, what did you say? <laughs> yeah. yeah, the moment. He was thinking like, about himself, like literally. <laughs> yeah. He's like, man, there were two more of me. <laughs> if we all just put our right hand out. Like, <laughs> can you imagine the triple docking we could pull up? I also like that now that Kitty's here, Scott's like, all right, you got it. Yeah, take over Older Scott. Well, because his training was, uh, you can't use powers, and I'm going to beat the shit out of you. <laughs> yeah. Right. It does show that they barely interact. Like, in this whole arc, really. The uncanny X-Men and the all-new X-Men. Yeah. They... Besides magic, it's just... Yeah. She's the bus. Yeah. But also, she has the relationship with Kitty, so... Yeah, they're I mean, it kind of makes friends. sense. They say, like, hey, we get to be best friends again. I do think they're probably, uh, I mean, we'll get to it with Uncanny, but they're probably doing bigger stuff. Yeah. Sort of like that whole S.H.I.E.L.D. has Sentinels thing. Like, that's new to Wolverine's team, but, like, Scott's team, they've been known. Yeah. Like, they're in the field, and they don't want to take the kids out there, so Kitty's going to train the kids. Well, she's always she's always been the one who's best with working with the kids. For some reason, they just have her do it less than most people. But you know, like I too many lines, the new suits, yeah. like in the color. It's not the overall <laughs> uh, look. The, yeah, I am going back to this. It's they look like they look like they're about to power Voltron. They look uh, kind just of like, a like it's there's like, it's super techie. They're like crazy. Like they look tech like no matter what the... they do, each one of their robots come together to form one giant robot. <laughs> no matter what, whether that's and they don't have any robots. Which is crazy because they're constantly fighting giant robots. Yeah, which maybe they That's, always because they're anti-robot. Robot. 
Oh, what if the robot races? Is that what, what if? Justin? Oh my yes. god! What if they were to fight Sentinels and they each had an individual Sentinel they were fighting, but then those Sentinels merged into a giant Sentinel as they were fighting it. And they were like, "Shit, this is reversed somehow." Like that would be your ideal X Men story. <laughs> You're like, I get to read X Men and Power Rangers. This is great. <laughs> I'm surprised you don't love these suits. You love the Power Rangers. I well, like see, that's what we got Sinister for. No, no, no. Sinister I, and the Fire Brigade. I love. <laughs> The idea and premise of the Power Rangers, the execution of the Power Rangers is always a failure. It's, it's always really disappointing. See, I like these suits because they look like they're a team, but they also are different. Yeah, I get that. It's just, I, I never like Which all never the happens. Lines. It's always There's just so everybody's got their own suits or everybody's the got the same suit. In, in the areas of the suit that are the color, there's too many lines. That, that just bugged me. Anyway, Beast is flabbergasted. Why does he get glasses? Buy it. Yeah, like, well, he gets a, a visor. <laughs> He's not, like, Warren should have got the glasses, right? Yeah, definitely. For bugs? <laughs> right? Or just, like, air? Yeah. Wait, does Beast really need glasses? No. No, well, he needs, like, glasses glasses, but... Yeah, maybe those are bifocals. <laughs> no, they just bifocal. wanted to put something else on his face. They wanted Jean to have to pick between two men and visors. Yeah, she was, he was already <laughs> jealous enough of Scott, so they gave him another. There's reason. literally a panel, too, where it shows both of their faces, and they look almost exactly the same, except yep. Scott has a red line in his. Um, but yeah, he's like, how did you do this? And Magic's just like, magic. He's like, by magic, you mean? She's like, yep. And he's like, uh. But like, and she's like, no, it's magic. And he's like, oh, okay. It's all right. Like, he... He just has to accept that that's what happened. And so it's just yeah, it's kind of funny seeing him. He'll have, understand like, in two years when he learns magic. Yeah. But it's sort of that first uh, exposure to like him acknowledging magic's a real thing. Yeah. Uh, and then he, he like later really gets into it once he starts trying to like test it with time travel and working with Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. Whoa, and then, spoilers. We're not, again, <laughs> we're not covering that art, at least for a long time. Yeah, everything we're covering happened, like, years ago. Like, at least, like, five plus. It's 2015. This is 2015? No, the one I was talking about. This was, like, 2013. Oh, okay. This is 2014. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, while this is happening, they show the internal monologue that Scott's having and that Hank's having and that uh, Gene was actually reading their minds. And so Scott's, like... I don't get it. Why aren't we together? Like, we're destined to be together. How doesn't she know I'm the best thing for her? We get freaking married. How, like, we even Which have kids. really to- weird. Yeah, we even have kids together, or at least, like, a kid, sort of. I don't know. Like, I looked on the internet, and it says that we maybe have a kid. It's not making a lot of sense. She <laughs> and- says he actually calls her Jean Grey in his mind. And I actually reread that a couple of times, because I was like, this is so weird. He said, yeah. I don't understand Jean Grey in his mind. Who does that? I- I've never wanna- done that. <laughs> He didn't want himself to be confused with all the other genes he knows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I don't understand Gene. The, I always made a denim and I got a button to work. Uh, and then Beast the whole time is like, I don't get it. Like, she kissed me. And like, was that mean anything? And it's like, it's going to be Scott. It's always Scott. It's not fair. And it's funny because both of them, they go from like being infatuated by Gene to like, well, Ava was kind of hot. 
<laughs> like those cuckoos Scott's are pretty like, hot. Yeah, I could get, I, I well, could yeah, it was like Scott's like in the cuckoos. <laughs> it was like, you know, maybe they like me. It's like, like three hot yeah. chicks that uh, I know already like the future me that are desperate to get one over on my yeah. ex. <laughs> that that like perpetuates his thing with psychics right there. Yeah. Because oh, he's well, like, oh, the cuckoos. <laughs> yeah, because that makes a, uh, as far as once he's had sex with uh, four, five, and six would be them if he hooked up with them. <laughs> Four, Seven, if six. you include Xavier. <laughs> oh my god! Because he but had that thing Xavier with Psylocke, so <laughs> yeah, I don't think Psylocke he ever slept with Psylocke. Well, she was trying real hard for him, though. Yeah, they. Uh, which there was a back. thing in the '90s with Psylocke where he which kept getting like kind of oh, in trouble. Oh, because with one, Jean. two, and three are are uh, Jane, Emma, and Madeline. I keep forgetting Madeline Prior. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was also kind. I was counting. Uh, I forgot about Madeline too. I was kind of counting Psylocke in that. Oh, okay. No, she didn't really. Yeah. I guess a half a point I was counting for Psylocke and Xavier. <laughs> but they were, uh, she was really trying to hook up with them back then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, anyway, uh, and Jean all the while is like overwhelmed by first like their infatuation of her and then probably their disregard of her almost yeah. as quickly. And she's just like, she kind of explodes into levitating for the first time. And she's like, holy shit, I can levitate. And they're like, uh, uh, Kitty's like, yeah, but be really careful and like gently bring yourself back down, gently. And then like she screws that up, and Angel just flies up and catches her, and they share a glance, and then you see Scott and a Beast. Glance. Get... He was fucking her with his eyes. <laughs> yeah, and then Scott and yeah, Beast get much. all butt hurt. <laughs> yes. Which was funny that they shared that. They're like, at least we have this. We could be mad about this together. They look yeah. at each other. <laughs> but then Lorna shows up, and we know we're so Angel's gonna be disinterested in her soon too. Yeah. Well, yeah. Which I have to point Laura. out because this is Laura. the... Yeah. yeah. You said Laura. Laura and I was like, wait, Lorna. Laura. Fucking green-haired chick? Both. The Sentinels I have to point out... That's for Beast. With the Gene uh, levitating herself, this is the problem. Like, Jedis, man. Levitate yourself. What is this? Yeah, they don't ever want to fly. Yeah. You could fly if you wanted to. Wait. Are we suddenly talking about Star Wars? Not anymore, but we were yeah. for a second. Oh. I did that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, why don't they? That's weird. Just they because just she's just now learning it. Farther. And it's like, if I was a telekinetic, that'd be one of the first things i try. Yeah. That usually is, because they're sitting there, like, meditating and, like, looking themselves off. The they ground. do that thing where, they, yeah. Like they, Future Man. Yeah. <laughs> that was literally the first thought, like, the first image that came to my mind was uh, Tiger just levitating off the ground. Uh, anyway, issue 19. Some mystery woman is just running away. To cover that first issue. <laughs> <laughs> and this one's actually pretty quick. Uh, a mystery lady is being chased by purifiers. And that mystery lady is Laura. There's no point in calling her mystery lady, really, because we've been saying her name. Yep. And it, I gotta say, I'm liking this art. Yeah, there's the, like the some, art in this one's awesome. Yeah, there's like some times where it's a little iffy, but a lot of times it's really great. That's how I feel about it too. Like I there are a like couple looks, panels where it's weird. And it looks great. better in the dark than it does in the light, I think. Cuz like this this issue's all like real dark setting and it looks really good, but the last one where everything was snow, it, it, it didn't look as good. Hmm. Like when magic teleports everybody there in the beginning of the issue, it's like a spl- not a splash panel, but it's a whole page picture there. It looks great. Yeah, it's still a splash. It's just not a a, a, a double a one page splash. Yeah. Yeah, so like you said, the X-Men, they pop up in that panel, and that's, like, it's cool, but also their poses are weird. They all look like they're sort of falling over. 
Yeah, especially Beast. Yeah. <laughs> Cyclops looks like he's falling back. Uh, but it's funny because Bobby's like, hi, everybody. And then he realizes <laughs> he made a mistake. Like, he sounded so dumb. He's like, fuck. And I said, hi, everybody. He's like, sound like fucking Dr. Nick. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, so the X-Men fight purifiers. I got to point out, Jean sounds like a mom. She's like, her go-to sentence when she showed up was, what is all this exactly? <laughs> that and how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I don't even think it was necessary. Like, I, I didn't find it necessary for them to all say something upon entry. Yeah, I think they're probably talking to themselves, not like actually out loud. I mean, obviously Bobby was and Kitty was, but maybe uh, Scott and Gene were actually talking amongst themselves. I guess, but it doesn't read like that. Like when they, I mean, when you make an image where they're like, and they explode onto the scene, it's sort of like they're Jean, talking all, like out at the purifiers. Gene's also doing the mom's like hands on the hip <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Or the only ones who are shutting up are Angel and Magic because like, Magic because she knows to shut up and just get shit done. Because they're about their business. Yeah. And then Warren never has anything to add. So Well, <laughs> so here's the thing. Warren basically is ready to kill a guy. He, he takes one of the purifiers up in the air, and he's like, all right, so you guys hate mutant, mutants. I can get that. We're different. Whatever. And, and you say we're abominations to God. But, like, when there's a mutant who literally looks like an angel, like, you don't even for a second go, huh, maybe I'm wrong. And then the dude's like, fuck you, you mutant scum, and, like, I'll kill you. And he's like, dude, now you're just hurting my feelings. But then he drops him, and the look on Angel's face is like, yeah, die. Like, I want you to die. Like, he destroys, like, the jetpack part of the guy's armor. And the guy only doesn't die because Bobby shows up, makes an ice slide, and uses him as, like, does that bowling ball thing. Where he slides them into other purifiers, like, striking them out, basically. You know, Angel seems like the type. That's why I liked it. He's never been the overly nice type, like Nightcrawler. You know, I mean, he's a nice dude, but he also seems like the type of guy who'd be mad at somebody for saying that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, he's always been kind of stuck up. Yeah, he's rich. Yeah. Now, there's a pose that Cyclops does in this that, for some reason, this artist has him do several times over this arc, which is exactly what I was talking about, where he is just looking and flexing, and he does, like, kind of the come-at-me-bro thing with his arms, but he's flexing it. And just shooting forward. He does this pose oh, yeah. like three times. I see it. You don't need your arms to shoot your optic And it's glass. so Why weird because it's like, dude. <laughs> You're just creating a giant target for yourself. <laughs> Maybe, like, you know how when you uh, are confronted by a bear, you're supposed to make yourself <laughs> Maybe that's what he's Yeah. <laughs> he's mixed up. He's like there. spreading his wingspan over there. <laughs> and then, uh, Gene. I learned it from Angel. <laughs> Gene, uh. She looks into the mind of one of the purifiers and she sees like basically the entire history of the purifiers, like how fucked up they are, how many they've killed and realizes that like, oh, they are straight up zealots. Like there is no, she basically reads God loves man kills. Yeah. And, um, this whole time too, Shadowcat realizes that the woman that they're trying to save, who's like, why are you calling me a mutant? I'm not a mutant. Um, as the purifiers are attacking her, uh, is Laura. And it's chasing her, and Laura's, like, running away because, like, this fucking crazy woman's chasing me. Um, while the young X-Men are the ones taking on the purifiers the whole time. And, uh, and Jean hits her big quote. That's, like, a reoccurring thing. How dare you? Yeah. yeah. Actually, no, that was magic last time. 
So maybe it's just Brian Michael Bendis who likes the idea. How dare you? Well, who, who was it that liked to shut up for Hawkeye? Yeah, yeah. for an AVX. <laughs> he he takes says it one twice. weird thing and says it all the time. Um, right yeah. now he's into how dares you and hugging. <laughs> <laughs> and so Shadowcat finally um, like pulls Laura under into like some sewery area um, as they're being attacked by purifiers, as they're like like uh laura's running away yeah. shadow cat's chasing laura purifiers are chasing both of them yeah, and the x-men had dipped out of there already like magic teleported them away yeah oh because like the police show up and magic's like we gotta go yeah. and scott's, scott's like well reason with them yeah he's like well they need our statement i mean like, we're well, the listen heroes. to me i'm white <laughs> <laughs> i don't even think it was that i think he was i think he's trying to force something right like he's trying to force we're the good guys we need yeah. to we need to act like we're the, the heroes. Well, because he's, he's and constantly fighting against the narrative that everybody thinks he's a bad guy. Yeah. yeah. So he's well, not really to... trying to force it. That's from the time that he's from. You know, they were heroes. He's well, not used to this mutants yeah. hating on him. Well, so, or people not, hating on mutants so much. He's not adapting because uh, I, I think – because, yeah, he's used to that. But he's not. He, he hasn't adapted like everybody else has because he's – trying so hard to fight against the image of him being a bad guy. I actually don't even think yeah. that's the case. Um, because, so, anyway, to, to explain the scene, they just defeated the purifiers, and they're like, well, these guys need to get locked up. We need to explain what happened to the police when they get here. Magic's like, no, we gotta go now. And she just teleports away and just leaves them there because he wants to stay. Then the police are like, we're gonna shoot you, basically. He's, he's like, no, 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 I'm trying to explain... What happened here, these guys are trying to, like, they were trying to kill this woman just for existing, and the police right away are like mutant scum, and one of them sh- actually does shoot at Scott, and in that moment, Magic teleports the rest of the young X-Men away, and that's when they're having that discussion of, like, Magic's like, in your time, things may have been different, but in this time, they want to kill you, and actually, it was, I think, it's Iceman and Beast are like, well, actually, in our time... They weren't that different. They still hated us. And yeah, they're from the 60s. <laughs> and Beast is like, yeah, they threw a rock at me. <laughs> and I thought it was funny because that's actually what happened. Like, in the beginning, when Beast first goes back into the past to get them, like, it's young Beast was getting ready to quit the X-Men because he got a rock thrown at him. And I like that that was how he, uh, like, Cyclops almost gets shot. And he's like, yeah, man, I totally know the feeling. I got a rock thrown at me. Yeah. <laughs> he, he literally had his hands up in the air yeah. he's like officer if you'll just let me explain and they're like they're hostile and shot at him <laughs> yes yeah, stand your ground <laughs> but yeah, but yeah i mean when... it was different mutants were hated but they actually didn't get really hated until claremont took over so yeah, there wasn't when these like X-Men were took... violence against them they were just hated yeah well, they when were the barely, X-Men took they were like over spider-man these... hated yeah yeah, when these X Men came to the future, they were still like fairly new. There wasn't all the hate crimes and stuff against mutants. Yeah, I mean they were barely even understood, right? Like people didn't really know what mutants were either. They, yeah, yeah. In the universe. Um, but yeah, and then that leads into uh, Shadowcat tackling Laura and then like the cops surrounding them. Okay, that's a problem I have. How is she even catching Laura? I assume that like you know how. <laughs> Like when rednecks they're like chasing around a pig and they trap them in like a small circle so people have a chance to catch them. <laughs> the cops kind of circled around here so they had so instead of them catching him or uh, Kitty catching the pig, the pigs were helping catch the woman. 
That was a long way for uh, the cops are pissed. Because <laughs> it occurred to me halfway through <laughs> what I was doing. But well, I mean, I it, it, it technically works. I'm giving yeah. it to you. but like It tracks. Yeah. <laughs> it's like instead of the pig yeah, being in the middle, sort of it's the pigs are surrounding. Yeah. It's inverted. Because I don't know how Laura would be able to catch, or Kitty would be able to catch Laura, to be honest. Well, I would also assume well, that. She's like, also a ninja. Well, yeah, and yeah, Laura doesn't know not, she's a mutant right now. So not on kinda... Kitty's, or... Not yeah. on Laura's level. And what... Okay, so when Kitty finally does catch Laura, like, for real, like, and it sort of tears her clothes away, and Laura, like, pulls the claws out, like, she's bald, and, like, we, we find out later she's, like, going off instinct because she's in the middle of healing from, like, being super fucked up. So she that's why she doesn't recognize anybody. I also got to point out that while Kitty is chasing Laura, Laura's, like, running into stuff, and Kitty's phasing through them. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's the only thing. Like, she's got some extra speed there, but I guess Laura didn't know because she can just jump over that stuff. But that's why I was bringing up that the fact that she was in the process of healing because it's probably like, oh, it means she's off her game. So you got a Laura who's disoriented, yeah. being chased by. I assume her uh, powers you know, are sapped because her hair hasn't even regenerated yet. Yeah, that's true. That works. That would on make two more levels. sense because I mean, she the her that first is a low key Samson joke. Sorry, Justin. <laughs> I don't know about her first appearance, but when she first showed up in the X-Men, like, she beat Wolverine. And multiple times, she's beat Wolverine. So I don't imagine how uh, Kitty's able to catch her, but... Well, in her first, 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 it first makes sense appearance, now. which was Evolution, uh, she does beat up Wolverine. So that tracks. Yeah. <laughs> Except that Evolution's not canon in anything. Yeah, but it's her first appearance. She was yeah. created in Evolution. And her first comic appearance, she beats Wolverine, and then she beats him again around Messiah time She's when she wants Wolverine to kill her. Man. That's so fucked up that they're like, hey, you know that character from a children's show that we just made up? What if we made her a child prostitute in the actual comics? And then they did that. That's fucked up. Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> a little bit, but I think the, didn't the writer <laughs> of the show bit. also write the book? <laughs> I have no idea. I don't Isn't know. I don't Chris know who Yost? wrote the show. Oh, my God. It's so much worse if that's the case. He's like, so my fantasies with this character has always been to uh, take it in a well, different no direction. Because no matter what, at some point, somebody had that idea. I know. So, anyway, you're going to find it fucked up. Yeah. But, yeah, then uh, I mean, they get back to uh, <laughs> the Weapon X facility, and she's waking up with... Hair. Yeah, so we're in issue 20 now, and Laura wakes up and conveniently looks over, and there's like a big old sign over a door that says Weapon X to let her know where she's at. And the young X Men are there, and they're like, Hey, are you okay? Yeah, they should have painted over that. <laughs> yeah, they really should put a poster up or something. <laughs> Unless they wanted yeah. to remember where, the, where it came from, you know? Like their roots. <laughs> they remodeled everything, but they left that. Uh, also, while she's waking up, uh, somebody's like, yeah, they. Uh, she's a clone of Wolverine. And he's like, somebody made Wolverine? And they're like, yeah, she's a clone of him. And he's like, somebody made Wolverine, saw how it went, and then made another Wolverine? <laughs> Who's a teenage girl? <laughs> I like, though, that she literally saw the writing on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, this is a fucking trap. That you aren't the, real. That might have been the best point you've made. In that was a while. great. <laughs> so, so yeah, Laura's convinced that she, she's being tricked, um, and so she starts running away from the facility and gets outside. And Scott's out there, and 
he starts talking to her, trying to like talk her down and relating, and like explains what happened. And then, so she, like things are starting to get pieced together. Like she doesn't believe he's Scott Summers because of how young he is, and he's he says, "Yeah, I'm from the past" in a really weird way. He could have just said, "Yeah, we time traveled," but he beats around the bush like like crazy long. Yeah, like you read all that dialogue. I am he, Scott, not the Scott you know, Scott from another time, from the past. I time traveled here, like, but that's five more sentences than you needed, dude. And you actually said that more clearly than he says it. Yeah, it's like listening because he still never says time travel. Like she's the one who says like time travel, and then he's like, "Well, yeah." It's so you're saying it's like listening to you to describe what time period of the X Men we're covering. Oh man, (laughs) are you saying I'm like Scott Summers? That's so cool. (laughs) No, I'm saying the worst thing that uh, Cyclops has done that you criticized him on. That's a you thing. Anyway, she sniffs him and she realizes, "Oh, you are Scott Summers." Because that you know that's the Wolverine thing to do, right on the neck too. Like yeah. So hey, you did you mention this? You know he has so much uh, aftershave there. It's teenage Scott, so he's got like a whole bottle. <laughs> and aftershave. you already know too that he has a thing for her because Jean incredulous, incredulously says after Laura runs away, yeah. like, "Well, Scott has a thing for her." Yeah, he'd even read. She didn't even read his mind. She just saw the bulge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Kitty's like Scott Summers fancies a genetic clone of Wolverine. Yeah, yes, he does. Shudder. <laughs> so right here, this I is was... canon for the whole thruple thing going on right now. <laughs> I was reading this like, man, they really wanted him to be fucking Wolverine. <laughs> this is it. It's cemented. Out. This is canon. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. But also, Angel wants to fuck him then, too. Who doesn't? <laughs> you? Any yeah, of us true. here? <laughs> Anyways. You do. A uh, little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so... Scott is talking to Laura, and Laura brings up how it must have been because, like, her not recognizing everyone must have been because, you know, she was healing from the brink of death, and that, because he asks, Scott asks her, well, what happened, and she's like, I don't, like, this whole past year has been the worst experience anyone could ever experience, lies, and, you know, whatever, like. She says, I'm not a whiner, so when I say, like, this year's terrible, like, trust me, it's been bad. Yeah. And while this is happening, Jean is actually reading her mind and is, like, saying, like, kind of giving details of what happened, like, her being kidnapped and stuff. And Kitty's like, hey, fucking stop. Yeah. None like, of your there are, business. There are some minds you do not read. Hers is one of the minds you don't read. You wait for her to say it. And, then like, Jean's, like, butthurt about that because she just wants to read everyone's mind all the time. Yep. Pretty yeah, she doesn't selfish. care. And this is, like, another time in which Kitty has to check her on her mind-reading thing. Because that was, like, pretty significant for a while there. Kitty constantly trying to, like, hey, there are etiquettes to this. Like, you got to stop just doing it whenever you want. And then Battle of the Atoms sort of happens, and they forget about those lessons for a while. And I was kind of surprised back that, up into it. that Laura's not one of the people who, like, can feel somebody in their head. Because sometimes, like, I think she can. for no reason can. I, and that's, I think, why also that she's saying don't read her mind. Yeah, but uh, I was like, I kept on expecting uh, Laura to be like, "Hey, stay out of my head," while she was talking to Scott, and it just never came up. I think uh, there are degrees, right, to the the to telepathy with these characters. Like, the more precise information they get, the more that person is able to feel. And it seems like Gene uh, was trying to do it sneakily. I mean, it like could be, she was saying, well, I almost know, like, it like could she be was like a getting thing things with, um, a little bit. 
uh, with Scarlet Witch where she's like she's like actually thinking of it head. right now. Yeah, exactly. So like she's just she's yeah. gleaming pieces and she was trying to get more information. So maybe passive uh, the ability to passively read someone's mind is like not so detectable and then if they're actively trying to read your mind then you're you like if you're trained for it you can start feeling it because also when you think about it like if you're digging through it if if wolverine was so great at noticing when people were in his mind he wouldn't be manipulated so goddamn always and she is a clone of he only notices no he's not it also has to do with the writer yeah because some writers are like oh his mind is impenetrable and others are like yeah no yeah, I mean, we get all that shit about, like, how psychically prepared for, like, defensively, like, Scott is. And then right away, Gene just white rooms him and battle I mean, the he, atom. He does kill all of his friends yeah. and family because of Mysterio. So, yeah. Wolverine, yeah. Yeah, that's the worst. <laughs> and those are just, like, holograms. Yeah, they're not, he's not even, uh, like, telekinetic. He, he could have been able to smell, <laughs> like, he should have been able to smell them out. He can't. Yeah, he should have been. That's he a also, oh. point that they make, that he can smell the difference between them. He just didn't you know care to do it then. That's wow. a great point that you brought that up, because we did Battle of the Atom. He should have been able to smell that that wasn't Kitty Pride. It was Ray's. Yeah. He gave her a hug, remember? Yeah. Maybe he, he didn't just think, like, oh, so this kind of smells like me and Mystique. He, maybe he was, like, you're finally age-appropriate. I like that your smell. <laughs> I like that your smell is just your parrot smell combined. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so anyway, Laura, reflecting on how terrible her year was, started looking real sad, and Scott, was like, nervously hugs her, and she's like, what What are you doing? He's like, you look like you needed a hug. And to be fair, she, they, she was drawn, really looking like maybe she wanted a hug. Yeah, but also, like, she's obviously not wearing a bra. Not the best time for her comfort to hug her. She's not wearing any clothes appropriate to the terrain she's in currently. Yeah, it's really cold there. Yeah, I'm just true. saying, like, I think, like, it, maybe she feels a little uncomfortable. Maybe Scott was also trying to be nice and warm those nips, you know? It was really <laughs> <laughs> It's really cold out there. He, he just got All this right, fancy new suit. That excuse is going in my book. <laughs> <laughs> and she also felt the boner and got really uncomfortable. So, I liked his response too, that one word response, because he was like, You look like you needed a hug. She's like, No. Okay. <laughs> and, <he's> like, <laughs> and then she's like, especially not with an audience, and they see that's that's when they notice that like the rest of the team and Kitty are like standing right there looking at him. Yeah. She looks everyone's so being mad. a creep and watching. Yeah. She looks so mad. She's got her fist up like, Wow, you <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, why does she have her fist up? And it looks huge. Because <laughs> this is the guy who draws big hands. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and then they go to uh, Florida. Ocala, Florida. <laughs> where our next scene takes us. Yeah, um, and then we get a whole bunch of scripture. Yeah, so it turns out that these purifiers are being led by Stryker's mutant son. Which, I can't remember. Do they ever show his son before this? Or is he just sort of a forgotten character? No, I don't think so, but I also the don't know if he's a about, mutant. It sounds like it's an I know, implant. but, you know, the second movie is the second movie. Yeah, I think yeah. it's an implant, not a... He's not a mutant. Yeah? No, no, yeah. no. The The implant was to control. Like, he, he, Stryker's son was a mutant. And, he, like, because that's what made Stryker a hypocrite. So, he was trying to find a cure for his son. It, you know what? 
that's oh. that's the next issue. So I'll I'll hold off on that. But you find out that Striker's son is the one leading the purifiers, and uh, they're all like preparing in this church, and the X Men just show up and start fighting. Yeah, Scott starts flexing and shooting more. He does. Oh yeah, that's the same one. That's the same pose. Yeah. <laughs> um, Check out these pecs. Yeah. And the X Men are kind of kicking their ass, and then Striker. That's this is when you find out he's a mutant because he just explodes on them like a bunch of power, like he like Vegeta's their ass or something, and they all get knocked out. <laughs> he does, except he doesn't die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's probably one of Vegeta's dopest moments, though. Yep, and he's crying. Vegeta would make fun of himself for that moment. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Uh, so I mean, there's not really much to say about that. It's just cool panels of the x-men fighting purifiers and then you know they, they get they lose but the next issue is actually pretty great so first it starts with a cool like retro throwback to uh striker senior yeah it's drawn like that too which exactly. i really loved yeah. it's drawn exactly like god loves man kills yeah like an updated version yeah it looks awesome and it shows that after one of his uh sermons he goes like backstage, and some guys from AIM, Advanced Ideal Mechanics, if you don't know, uh, they're there and they're like, hey man, we really like what you do here with the whole like turning religion into business stuff. And then Stryker makes it clear, oh no, I really am one of these zealots. I feel like you said that way nicer. It's like, <laughs> I really like what you're doing here with this whole racist stuff for money. <laughs> Big fan. Yeah, it's basically what it is. But I love the part, though, where Stryker's talking about, like, how um, God would be upset with mutants being around. And the guy's like, would, would it be funny if God was a mutant? And Stryker's <laughs> just not having it. Yeah. He just gives him a look like, bitch. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> and he just goes back. He's like, yes, yeah, we can save the boy. We'll save the boy. Yeah, so my son's sick. <laughs> basically talking about, like, his son is a mutant. And the Aim's only way like, we can yeah, save we can... him is to make him... A mega mutant, and all this is <laughs> is in a sense exposition for, uh, well, not necessarily exposition, but backstory for uh, what happens next. So Striker Junior has, they probably have different first names, so there's probably not a senior junior thing going on, but whatever. No, it's William Striker, and then I don't remember the young one's name. So it's a Striker Senior and Striker Junior to me. Billy, <laughs> Billy Striker. Yeah. So that sounds like a. This sounds like a club uh, English cops use to hit criminals. <laughs> a Billy Striker? Yeah. Grab the Billy Striker. I was going to say, like, uh, kind of a hair metal rock star. That too, yes. Billy Striker. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so he's ready to just start slitting throats, right? See, he's got all these X-Men just knocked out around him. He's like, they're abominations. They need to be dealt with. And one of his, uh, like, underling soldier guys, like, but wait, 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 wait. These are <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> these are like from the past, right? And he's like, yeah, so? They're abominations to God. And he's like, yeah, 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 but hear me out. What if like when you kill them, shit starts to go down? Because they're not even meant to be in this time, you know? And it creates ripples. And then another one chimes in, like a butterfly effect? It's like, yeah, 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 <laughs> like a butterfly effect. Like that Ashton Kutcher movie? <laughs> Just like that. You saw that movie, right? We've all seen that movie. You we love the, love the Kutch. <laughs> I was going to say the same thing. 
Yeah, I got to point out here that Laura is tied up by just her arms. And she starts trying to like shake around and cut herself free and she can't. Someone goofed because she's got claws on her feet. <laughs> they done goofed. It's the name of our one of our episodes. Yeah. <laughs> she's got one. claws on her feet. They're right? not tied. Just do like one of those She's got a crossfit claw on each like foot. like sit ups, but when you're inverted and just cut it with your foot. She's perfectly capable of doing that, yeah. yeah. Swing those feet up, cut herself free. It's kind of a thing. But anyway, so th- this is before that because this is they're all still knocked out and he's like what do you what do you mean butterfly effect it's like well yeah like what if you kill them and then like the x-men aren't so prominent you know and then there is no movement against them and then we don't even know each other we can't even be buds or what if we don't even exist <laughs> we go bowling Our romance every is over <laughs> is that worth it uh, my <laughs> wife and your wife love each other <laughs> And, and no more movie night <laughs> no more circle jerks at the lodge <laughs> and striker jr is just like but abominations you know they gotta die and they're like well what if he's like yo 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 i don't like obama's nation either <laughs> <laughs> he was president during this time Anyway, I just love making these guys stupid. <laughs> I mean, they are. Yeah. So they're like, speaking of stupid. So one of them's like, but what if we, you know, we got someone smart, like smarter than us to come and weigh in on this. And so Stryker's like. Like pretty like, much anybody. <laughs> and Stryker's just like, fine. And that's when, yeah, they, they chain them all up. Uh, Maybe somebody who doesn't use an old book for science. <laughs> And then Stryker. No, I gotta say though, they're smarter than the X Men because they taped Cyclops' glasses to his head. I thought they were gonna say the average bear. (laughs) Because his glasses fall off his head all the time. All the time. And they just figured it out. They have solved the problem. Although they do take off his visor and find his glasses somewhere on his person to do that. Yeah. Which is weird in a skin tight suit that Scott just has his glasses somewhere. Oh, you know, they the felt bolts. around. <laughs> the bolts. They dug into his crotch and grabbed. Oh, it's just Here's glasses. where they are. <laughs> I thought that was his dick. <laughs> Why were you Turns trying to out grab his dick? There. No reason. I thought it might be glasses. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a stupid... I know. Funny. <laughs> Shaped glasses. <laughs> like I thought we were all Protestant here. Turned out <laughs> you're fucking Catholic. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he, gets, he gets ostracized from the group now. <laughs> oh. Anyway, <laughs> so <laughs> Laura's being tortured. Uh, Striker like goes usual. like wakes her up. And he's like, hey, remember when you were, like, a monster and you did some crazy-ass shit? Here are the videos of you, like, trying to kill your team in uh, Avengers Academy. And she's like, what? How did you get videos of this? And he's like, you didn't know you were a reality show? Everyone saw this. And so she's, Was like, really Was that in Avengers Academy? Thing. Yeah. <laughs> what were those magic boxes doing there? <clears throat> Who's that supposed to be? Is that Hazmat? Yeah, it's Hazmat. 
I was just, I was just <laughs> thinking, like, I was, I thought he was gonna say another thing, and then he didn't. I can't see his face anymore. I know he turned it off. No, well, yeah, because I turned mine off. I look at yours. Your faces aren't even in there. What kind of BS is this? <laughs> I'm staring Doesn't at the wall. In it, it looks like we're hosting a. Morning I'm staring show. at the wall. All right, all right, all right. To... We're in it. We were social distancing, sir. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't even get a one face. All right, you have not even one. <laughs> there you go. Well, in fairness, all we got was a profile view. Unless I just do it like this the whole time. This is thrilling content. <laughs> I know. Yeah, that's what you this get. Is terrible. You guys love watching me edit more. Oh <laughs> man, you have another poster that's pretty hot on the other wall. This is <laughs> oh, that's Lana Del Rey. This is jerk off. <laughs> Well, it just became mine too, man. Thanks. <laughs> I just screenshot this. <laughs> Do it. All right. Uh, anyway, so Laura's like, "Holy shit!" Everyone actually saw me be that. That's terrible. The whole like video of her like basically killing. Yeah, we got it. Her team, <laughs> or whatever. I don't even know if they were really a team. I don't. I don't even know if she liked those guys. <laughs> Are you trying to dig into her character psychologically? Well, the thing is, I read Avengers Academy. I have those books, and I'm trying to think back to it. And it's like I think she was reluctantly even there. Um. So AIM shows up, and for some reason, the chick from AIM looks like Madame Hydra. Like, who is that? Like, does everyone just have a lady who is Madame Hydra? Yeah. Okay. So she shows up. And uh, Stryker's like, so I want to kill these guys. Apparently, not they're not from this time. Can I kill them? And she's like, well, no. You can't kill them. You're not allowed to kill them. Like, it would do terrible things. They're, you don't touch these kids. But, I mean, this one over here, this old hag, you can kill her. She's she's from this time. That's fine. So, like. Doesn't Madam Hydra have green hair? Isn't that Viper? Yeah, I don't know. Are they the same person? Are they different people? I, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Tony. Yeah. Do you know? It's Monica Rapasistinini. Yeah, I yeah. don't believe that <laughs> but, for a second. I mean, it's is Viper Madam Hydra? R-A-P-P-A-C-C-I-N-I. All right, whatever. So, <laughs> AIM weighs in, and they say, no, you can't kill them. It turns out your dim-witted buddies were right, and that's the best you could hope for. I it's told like you, a- man, the kutch never lies. <laughs> <laughs> and then Gene uh, wakes up. And then pr- pretty fucking obviously, she, like, telekinetically just lets everyone go. She takes the tape off of Scott's glasses. And this is where it's, like, kind of dumb that they just taped his glasses. Because she just lifts the tape. It, it was barely on there. <laughs> and she's like, all right. Actually, like, the the way they made it, the tape on the sides of the glasses made sense. But the tape on the front of the glasses was just weird. They're it's like, like a tiny little corner. On the glasses. The rest is on his forehead. Yeah. <laughs> they use those little uh, uh, little gummy things that you put on the wall for posters <laughs> to hold on his glasses. Yeah. I would have loved to see it, like, pull on his face. She's trying to take the tape off, and he's like, ah, go a little lighter. Just punch your microphone. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, I did. Shh. She's like. So say nobody heard it, but I'm sure everybody did. Thank God these idiots <laughs> used masking tape. If this was duct tape, I would have been screwed. This yeah. whole plan would have been a failure. I would just it, like if I had to kidnap Cyclops, I would just wrap his uh, entire head from like his nose above, just in tape. You've been thinking about this, huh? Should have just gave him a mummy. It doesn't take long to think about. Just mummied him. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, literally, my thought process was like, huh? Tape. I'd use more of it. <laughs> what? Are they, like, why are they skimping out on the tape? 
How no, much I just meant. I just meant like your thoughts on Dungeon Room Cyclops. Well, you need a birthday present, so. <laughs> Gross. Uh, I'll take the same thing. So yeah, <laughs> do you think his wang is also a lightsaber? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, the X Men all get free, and of course, because they got free, they win, and they they beat up all those purifiers. And uh, Scott finds Laura crying in a room because that's what mental torture does to her. And she just tackle hugs him. And Jane sees it horrified. Yep. She is salty. Yep. Which is the only seasoning she ever uses. If any. <laughs> just a pinch. So, yep. Uh, so that was part four of All New X-Men. Brian Michael Bendis. Will Gene pick Scott? Will Gene pick Hank? Will Laura and Scott go anywhere? The answer is no. They just find out <laughs> next time. <laughs> they just go back to their time at some point with their memory erased. That was a super spoiler there. Will Gene pick Angel? That was an option. They had that look. For a little bit, she might. Yeah, yeah but they One just, look? They That's just all decide takes, right? Laura and Angel out of nowhere. Oh, yeah, Laura and Angel. Like wings and claw, <laughs> they're kind of the like an opposite to track thing, because she's got like well no she doesn't have metal plated bones. Wings she's and based clouds. on somebody that who has metal plated bones, and he he has the hollow bones of birds. Yeah. So like they should show him getting his bones broken a lot more. I'm pretty sure no X23 has adamantium plated bones. Oh man, I think it's just the claws. There's a moment. No, that's Dakin. Dakin only has the claws. I think she does or too. Dakin. I I don't think either of them have adamantium bones but they both have adamantium claws but Deken only because he put it in himself later and then at least for a little while because he's got the fucking weird claws where it's two on top of his hand and one that comes out underneath his hand uh the two that came out underneath his hand uh he got coated with the uh muramasa blade so that they could kill wolverine so yeah adamantium Cause he's a boss like that. Yeah, but I mean, only for a little bit. Like, and then they got ripped out. Like, yeah. otherwise, he had two normal like Wolverine claws that are like bone. And to I, I guess to drive the point further that she just has the claws. She gets the adamantium uh, when she's like twelve. Yeah. So like, if she had adamantium bones, like she couldn't grow. I think you're right. I think Weapon X kind of fucked themselves in their uh, supply of adamantium. Between Wolverine and uh, Lady Deathstrike. They kind of, like, used most of it. They're all out. Well, Wolverine wasted, like, the last little bit, I guess, with... He covered himself in it. Yeah. Well, apparently Krakoa has an unlimited amount. That's weird. I could see that. I mean, they'll, they, like... Maybe, Make whatever they want. Yeah, yeah, they talk to the land and it produces it or something. They could probably run uh, Wakanda, like, make them broke because of the, uh... What if... You, making vibranium and shit. What if every time, though, that they ask Krakoa to supply something, because it's a living island, it's technically, like, jizzing it out? I think that's kind of implied because... Uh, that's gross. <laughs> because Black Tom seems awfully exhausted all the time. <laughs> <laughs> He's constantly receiving from Krakoa. <laughs> so... They have to ask Krakoa itself, and he takes a while to respond back. <laughs> oh, but what I was going to say, uh, there's a moment when they attack... The purifier base, where Angel right away is just like shot in the wing. 
because of oh, yeah. fucking course that he is. That seems to be a thing that he does. Like, he gets yeah. shot in the back all the time. Yeah, throw the bird man in an enclosed space. Because <laughs> yeah, he's, he, unless he's catching somebody, his powers are useless. Yeah. You're just... And that's what he says, too. He's like, oh, this is what I do. I fly. Ah! Shot in the back. Yeah, it, like, he was even kind of mad when Jean Grey could fly. Cause he's like, that was my one thing. <laughs> now she oh, does she can fly, thing. too? He's like, damn it! I now I, can I go home? Maybe that's why their relationship doesn't bloom into anything, because there's actually spite underneath, like <laughs> his emotions for her. Like he saves she her. Can fly and doesn't have to have big ass <laughs> fuck off wings. Yeah, he doesn't have to save her anymore. Yeah. Uh, but that's why they make him more badass in Black Vortex, and then he keeps it. Like he's the only guy who's like, you know what? Fuck those feathers. Yeah, I need something else. Well, he needed to because he was way better as Archangel anyway. Yeah, he definitely was way better. He needed Angel always kind of needs an extra little something. Honestly, the transition that they said that he made during when he was Angel Archangel, where he would be Archangel with metal wings and then revert back to Angel with feather wings, never made any sense. Like, they never explained that. They just sort of did it. And they were like, yep, that's how he works. Yep, that's just how he is now. Uh, you know how it should be. You should be going and liking our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all at at Mexmen Podcast. Yeah. Yes. Because it's a thing, and you should also buy a onesie. Answer. Yep, that will be me. I do all the, <laughs> the answering, uh, unless it's Instagram, then that's Justin. <laughs> Why are you drinking? You do the T-shirts. That's your thing. We have T-shirts. We do have T-shirts. I mean, I make the T-shirts. We all push the T-shirts. Yeah. Thank you. But you usually say the thing. And but the... he said onesie. He says the things. Yeah, he, after you say t- Justin, I, say the onesie part. He did say the onesie part. I'm not hearing him anymore. I think he's just left. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> he's given up. Uh, yeah, so yeah, go uh, go look at all the stuff that we have to sell, and then if you want, maybe buy some of them. Please do. <laughs> In these trying times, even we're broke. Hey, well, well before then especially, especially us, us. <laughs> Even us. Uh, yes go like all of the things follow us on social media subscribe to the podcast we never say to do that that'd probably be a good, yeah, good idea yeah if you happen to listen to this and you're not subscribed please do that yeah and uh, that's for today yeah